Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dogs of War podcast, the number one Browns podcast on the planet. You got Kevin and Raleigh. Wow, you all right? Sorry, I was just thinking about. Yeah, normally you're a lot quicker oh, no, on that. Chicago. I was. I got. You're not in the shower. Can right I? Now. Can we're, I bring the guest we're in? Talk about Chicago before. Can I bring the guest in, and then we can talk about yes. Chicago? Yes. What yeah. a great intro. I don't want to talk about Chicago. We now bring on <laughs> a very special guest, friend of program, reoccurring guest. Our homie James, who is a co-host of Texans Unfiltered for many years, number one Houston Texans podcast. He was on last year when we went down to play the Texans in week eight. He is now uh, pushing forward into a new enterprise, a new golf company. What do we want to hear about? Uh, Diehard Texas fans, still my go-to Twitter feed for all my Texans or Houston news. James, sir, how you doing? Thanks for joining Oh man, I'm good. It's always fun coming on with you guys. Cause it's like, I don't know, like, should we just hit record when I show up? <laughs> should we wait until we get all the, the little stuff out of the way? What what do we do here? But yeah. it sounds like we're just rolling now, which I, I'm absolutely, I love. Well, that's Wait, what me and Riley debate like, about. You, were, you, you weren't on last year. Yeah, it was. Were you? Yeah, he was. Are you sh- Him did, and John. Did we have a, did we have a No, John about? was not on last time. Or it might've been two years ago. We've played you guys every year for the last seven years in a row, I feel. Either way, James has been on before. I yeah. know, I know, and I don't think he was on last year because I, you guys, as far as duos go, I think hands down the favorite duo uh, we've oh, ever brought on. Absolutely, and, I, and that's what I remember. A lot of comparisons. Last year we had uh, Crenshaw on. Shout out Fifth War Crenshaw, um, because you got yeah, you guys were booked. But uh, yeah, that was good. But you yeah, were booked? The, last year, yeah, we tried. Oh wow, I got. I got the receipts. Um, no, but appreciate you coming on, man. Um, hey, so the Texas Unfiltered is on a uh, indefinite hiatus right now, the Texas podcast. But you are uh, on your, your Twitter feed. You've been posting some really good content of a new golf venture you're starting. Would love to hear about that before we jump into football. Yeah, 100%. Um, so always loved golf. Uh, golf's always been like a true passion of mine. Uh, before Riley got on, obviously, I told you like, I've raised two kids. I'm on my third. No more having to kiss the corporate shields ass, you know, to continue to make a life. Um, and so really like now it's on that journey of just like fulfillment and happiness and just trying to build my own thing. And I've always been a creative. I've always been like an entrepreneur in, in, in spirit, but never really had the opportunity to act on it. So now uh, I'm building a, a golf brand called Inland Grove. Uh, you guys can go to inlandgrove.com. It is just kind of like crappy iPhone photos right now, but the layout is awesome. There's some dope blogs. But if you guys want to put your your email address in the subscribe, um, that would be amazing. Really trying to build that up. We're we're gonna release our first uh, our first drop in May. Uh, we might do a friends and family before then. But yeah, really, really, really freaking excited to actually build something that's my own and really. And this, you know, this is this is my guy here. In case anybody, um, he's wearing a dope hat. He's wearing a dope hat right now. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm super excited. I can't wait to see see what happens. Hopefully, I'm not what, working for anybody anymore. Wait, what's the what product? kind of products? Yeah. So it'll be. Um, I mean, so golf gloves is a, is a, going to be a big aspect. So I just got the um, the packaging done for that. So it's going to be different than any other packaging you've ever seen. Uh, really going for like, um, just I don't want to say high end because like I don't think that's fair. But so it'll be really really nice gloves. Um, we'll be doing garments. Um, uh, I, I do have golf balls that I've spent the last year uh, on R and D overseas uh, to Ooh. really find like the longest driving ball possible. So it's really made for distance um, shirts, polos, hats, uh, golf bags, which I put on the timeline a couple times. Saw that time. picture. Those are dope. Yeah. 
yeah, super excited about that. So yeah, it'll be a little bit of everything. I probably took on a little bit more than I should uh, for the first release, but uh, oh well. Are you guys on? Well, congrats, man. Socials? That's awesome. Thank you. What's that? Are you guys on any uh, social? Yeah, yeah. So we're we're in the Grove across the board. So if you go to Twitter, in the Grove, um, I run that, and then I uh, outsource the social media management on the Instagram side so that they can start to build a following. Uh, Pinterest is actually where we're going to be spending a lot of time because we're going to be targeting the wives instead of just the men. Uh, I feel hey. like I feel like the 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 women buy the men's clothes a lot more often than Smart. anything else. So Smart. I want to go I want to go a different marketing uh, route than everybody else. That's can I give smart. can I give one piece of advice, even though I've never done this before, that now that I you said that, I think I have an idea. Yeah. Go after fraternities and sororities. I just said that wrong. Fraternities and sororities in like the SEC. Ooh. Maybe get a little dirt. Maybe their colors, maybe, or their shit, ooh. but like your name on it, like sponsor some of their shit. Like, ooh, yeah. I'm telling you. That's a great freaking idea. My boy had a, a custom belt company for many years. Shout out Rob. Chicago Bell Company, and he did a lot of partnerships with like fraternities, and because it was preppy stuff, and they're like, hell yeah! And anyway, that's my two cents. I don't, okay, well, I'm not good for much, but yeah. No, you're good for a lot. Um, let me just have, write that down because if I, I don't want to lose that one, that is Southern a, schools Greek life, baby. That's a cash cow. Let's see anyway, we'll have nugget. we will have all of this info in the episode description. Check out the new brand. Um, join the mailing list. And I'm looking forward to that first drop. Going to get me one of them green gloves for show. Thank you. Thank hey, before you. we before we get into it, one, how long does a glove last? Uh, well, you know what's funny about that is I actually have a way to not ins- to ensure that your glove lasts five x what it normally lasts. Ooh. I, I created something called the glove locker, and Ooh, actually, look at that. This is genuine leather, and it'll be embroidered. But basically, you store your gloves like this in your golf bag so they don't get crinkly and all shoved into your bag. And then there's a divider for the other side. And you keep all your gloves in it. By the way, this is one of them. This one's just a white one. But this green one is, uh, is it's, it's... That's them. It's the real... Yeah. They are them. Um, so they actually last... They can last you up to six months instead of actually only one and a half to two months if you play every week. Dude, that's that's... Big and you can make some. Oh, that's I'm excited for you. I'm pumped just uh, for that case. Yeah. Second of all, who are your three favorite golf content creators on Instagram? Because there is some fire content. There, in is, the golf there is some fire. Uh, Colin, Lam- Colin Landforce is probably my like go to everything when it comes to golf. Um, I actually took his content creator class in the Cut 30. I, I, I think Colin's like an amazing talent uh, and he's a really good dude. Um, I like Project Golf. Um, I think that guy does an amazing job. He was like, a, he did something at Nike for a really long time, and he just kind of breaks down brands. And then actually, Paige is cool. Don't get me wrong, but Cass, the the golf cart girl in Florida, she's blown up, bro. She is, she is, she has the best content maybe in social media. She's blowing uh, up. You boys with wives and girlfriends, be careful when you're scrolling on that, dude. She, well, one, she's beautiful, right? She is yeah. a beautiful woman, right? But man, her, her personality, everything about she was made to create content, and uh, I think she just dropped like her her like Barbie doll last night. It's like it was like a big thing, and like she made herself into a Barbie. Silly money, uh, just silly, silly money, silly yeah. money. I, um, I, I, we, we talked about me and my social media manager at thirty seconds talked about like reaching out to her and just like making her like our brand ambassador and then i was like i can't afford her 
Hey, be like, hey, whether you like it or not, with, with AI, you're our new spokeswoman. So that's true. That's true. Hey, uh, we were talking, we were talking off before I hopped on the mic, and I was saying I was just reading about uh, from a golf creator about the new niches to get into. It was Land Force that was talking oh, yeah. about the gloves and all that. You said I follow him too. Awesome follow on Twitter for sure. Yeah, he's a great guy too. Like a great guy. Um, well, awesome, man. Good luck. I'm looking forward to following along with that. So uh, yeah, again, I'll have you. all the info in the uh, description and looking forward to getting my uh my first purchase when that thing drops. Uh, hey, man, the Houston Texans, help me out here. You guys yeah. are coming into this season. Rookie quarterback, C.J. Stroud. Everyone's yep. always like, oh, how State quarterbacks never pan out, blah, blah, blah. You got a new coach in D'Amico Ryan that came in. I know the answer to this question is they've exceeded expectations in year one. How much have they exceeded your expectations down there? Yeah, I mean, I, so I entered the Eight season. Eight and six. Eight and six. I- I entered the season with no expectations. And, and, and the main reason why I did that was just because there was just too many new things happening, right? New rookie quarterback, new head coach, new offensive coordinator. Would the alignment happen between the head coach and Nick Casario, who, you know, potentially is on the hot seat, a uh, ton of draft capital, you know, is it going to work? We've seen Kenyon green doesn't work. There were so many questions, right? Um, they've exceeded my expectations. I mean, we're competing for the division. Uh, I saw mm-hmm. a thing the other day, like earlier today on Twitter, that was basically saying that, um, that it's going to come, it could come down to a coin flip between the Colts and the Texans at the end of week 18 uh, after they play for the division. Like I, I never expected that coming into this year. CJ Stroud's blown my mind, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. I, I was not a fan. I didn't like the pick. I was actually anti quarterback all together. I didn't think that we had the infrastructure in place to really have a successful rookie quarterback. Um, I was wrong. Um, that that system, Bobby Slowick is a offensive coordinator that people need to get familiar with, and they need to get familiar with him really quick because he's on that Ben Johnson train right now. I wouldn't be surprised if he has one or two teams kick the tire on him. He may not get hired as a head coach, but it, it'll be soon. And um, D'Amico's just done a really good job with the culture. I mean, this guy came in, obviously a former player, uh, and, and really just rebuilt everything, right? The image of the last four and a half years of absolute misery has gone away it doesn't exist we don't talk about it we don't think about it we don't think about y'all's quarterback um we don't think about any of that stuff and and the reason why and it's weird because like we really went through the ringer like it wasn't like this un, like it was not stated enough how bad it actually was I mean, we had a preacher running our entire organization <laughs> you know like that like tell me when that happens like that, that's like the worst thing that could ever happen yeah, I don't know. I pray, I've been I pray to God every Sunday with this organization of mine for the last twenty years. But uh, that's the closest I've gotten to a, a preacher being involved. Yeah, but yeah. D'Amico yeah. Ryan's done an unbelievable job. And hey, speaking of uh, C.J. Stroud, who's playing quarterback this Sunday? Case Keenum. It's going to be Case Keenum. It'll be Case Keenum. They, uh, from what I understand, Aaron Wilson put it out that they already named him the starter. Okay. Honestly, man, th- this this is probably best case scenario for you guys is that it is Case. The problem that for us, if it is case, is he he lacks. If I don't know if you watched the game at all on Sunday, but he has zero zip on the ball whatsoever. So your your corners have an opportunity here to really jump some routes. I wouldn't be surprised if it gets kind of kind of scary for case. Eh, we we know case. We respect case. I'm saying we of like are on the like I'm on the team. I mean, we're not gonna take that lightly. I don't I don't see him as just some second you know string. No, he's struggle. not. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. But yeah, I didn't see that whole game. I saw clips, but that 19 to 16 final score must have been driving you outside of your mind. Oh yeah, it wasn't an enjoyable game in any form or fashion. But uh, you got the dub. It's one of those seasons where like, hey, yep, 
I mean, CJ Stroud has gotten destroyed this year. Like for, for those that don't know, this is probably his fourth con- third or fourth concussion in a row. And the other two weren't counted as concussions. I mean, same hit as what put him out for this last week and this week happened two weeks prior and the week prior. So the guy's taking a beating. Um, I, I don't think he plays again this year, which is unfortunate, unless we make the playoffs. That, that's interesting you brought that up because somebody leaked, or I, I don't know, somebody from the Houston organization said that it's unlikely that CJ would play this Sunday. And I thought that was kind of weird to announce on a Tuesday because yeah. from what I understand, concussion protocol is so day-to-day. And, and I put out a tweet saying like, hey, doctors, events, or Twitter, whatever, why are, like, is, is, are the Texans playing, like, some kind of mind games? Or And people were saying that it's likely that he was cut and cussed before this, but also there's a series of protocol that you have to get to by X day for it to for somebody to have a chance to play but you're saying that it is now confirmed all but confirmed that he's out from what i understand yeah um <laughs> i mean it, it's I, one he hasn't practiced all week um so and he's still in the concussion protocol it's thursday from what i understand if you don't clear the concussion protocol on thursday it's very rare that you end up playing sunday i mean anything yeah. can happen we are in the playoff chase like so maybe but I wouldn't be surprised if we if, if we end up losing this game. I, I don't know if we see CJ for the rest of the season. Can you imagine, Raleigh, if a Browns playoff spot came down to a coin flip and a literal coin flip? And that's what they're after. That's what they've literally had to do that. That's part of the NFL now. And we lost that coin flip. The city would burn to the ground. Yeah. No, it's. Um, uh... Aside yeah, from, uh, I mean, CJ's having an unbelievable year. Um, it's been fun to watch him just lighting it up, putting up numbers we haven't seen since some of the greatest in a long time. Also, though, you got a couple of boys down there out uh, out wide. Tank Dell, Wookie, Wookie, what, what is he? Wookie. A, a, a he's deadhead. Wookie. Yeah, he's, he's not. He's not a deadhead. He's not. Yeah. Uh, Tank Dell, rookie wide receiver out of Houston. You got Nico Collins on his third year, I believe. I mean. Uh, these are this is one of the most up and coming and exciting wide receiver groups in the league. No, no, hands down. Yeah, uh, you know the thing with I mean Tank Dell. Honestly, I was a huge fan of him coming out. He he's just so twitchy, he's so quick, um, and he runs very very crisp routes. Um, yeah, he he was on track to have a stellar season before he got hurt. Nico Collins, on the other hand, has been like the guy I've targeted since he was drafted. I, I had a friend go to Michigan who uh, was a tight end on his team. And he said, this guy, just go watch the tape. This guy is a one-man wrecking crew. He hasn't had good luck with injuries. Uh, and obviously, he didn't have a great quarterback the last two, his first two years in the league. Now we're starting to see what it looks like when it when he has an actual quarterback. He's a true number one. The question's always going to be, can he stay on the field? And then I would say probably the same question for Tank, even though this is his first injury. Actually, technically, it's the second. He missed uh, two games earlier in the season, but he's so small. I think he's like 5'8". 185 or something like that like can he can he stay healthy in this league and then on top of that like we have other guys like Noah Brown who was on the Cowboys last year he's gone off four times for over 100 yards this year uh he had back-to-back weeks of 150 yards um so yeah I mean this this wide receiving core is is an up-and-coming uh unit for sure and it'll be interesting to see what the Texans do in the offseason once we get there so we talked about CJ Stroud Tank Dell Nico Collins this offensive uh, new class of stars. 
on the rising down in Houston. Flip side of the ball, who are we building around on the defensive side for the Texans for the next several years? Yeah, so it's Will Anderson and uh, and Derek Stingley for sure, right? Like you guys, you know, Derek Stingley Jr. is the absolute real deal. I never fell off. I always believed in it. The tape told ex- told everybody who he actually is at corner. The guy's a number one corner. Maybe a, he's a top five corner skill wise. He's finally healthy. This guy is he, he's insane. Like his his twitch and his hips, his transition speed. The way he can backpedal when needed, um, he, he the way his closing speed is insane. Um, he's a true like elite corner. Um, and then Will Anderson, who like stat wise, like people are comp- you know comparing him to Jadavian Clowney, not really living up to the hype. When you're the only real threat, I think it's a little hard, and you get a ton of you know as you guys know, like there's not a lot of Miles Garrett's out there, right? Who can get double teamed every time or a JJ Watt and still you know have um, what's the word that Put like numbers. Leads, not numbers, but can like lead to uh, having an effect on the game and like games take over games. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, exactly. And so I, I think, Will Anderson, he's done really well. I think he's at three and a half sacks so far this year. Uh, he's, he's out again this week, most likely, but we did have seven sacks last year or last week against the Titans, which was crazy. Um, but yeah, I think it'll be, will it'll be Derek. Um, I think we'll draft a, a young linebacker to probably pair with them. Christian Harris is having a, a, a pretty good season or a second half of the season. Jalen Petrie is the, is like the, the question mark because last year, his rookie year out of Baylor, he was this all pro looking safety, um, really like a ball Hawk. He, he was great uh, against the run this year. We're not seeing a lot of that. We thought the pairing of Jimmy Ward was really going to elevate Petrie, but Jimmy Ward's missed a lot of games. He hasn't been able to really count on that second safety. So he's still kind of playing as that main safety, really hoping that he can pick it up because he has a ton of talent and I think he will, but Hopefully it's Petrie Stingley Anderson, and then you find a little, you know, a uh, young linebacker to step in there and uh, take that top spot of Christian Harris camp. But really exciting, especially Jonathan Grenard, right? Like that's a guy nobody knew about. I'm sure you guys didn't know about him before we went into this game. Most people sure didn't. didn't. He has 12 and a half sacks on the season. A contract year. The guy is a monster. Uh, he has a motor that never ends. Um, and he's going to get resigned at the end of the year. So, yeah, I mean, this team has a lot of young developing talent and it's only going to get better. We still have, you know, we, we have quite a bit of picks uh, this year, even though we traded one of them away. Um, and uh, yeah, the, the defense has every, every reason to have uh, like a little bit of hope for the first time in three and a half years. Yeah, man. You guys got a boatload of picks. We yeah. Know. Yeah. Well, we don't anymore because we traded y'all's <laughs> pick. We traded y'all's pick to go get Will Anderson. Which yeah, yeah. That's that. I think that's the whole thing. Like for Texans fan, like this game, it's like, yeah, we want to make the playoffs, but we also want to beat the Browns so that they have a worse record than us. And it, Nick looks smart by trading the Browns pick instead of the Texans pick for Will Anderson. Because <laughs> he, Nick got on. killed. Nick got killed for trading y'all's pick. Side note, I've had a crime mob rock your hips in my head for the last like 20 minutes now talking about <laughs> all this hip stuff. So Raleigh, what were you going to say? Uh, I, I, like right now, now I don't want to jinx either of our teams, but yeah, I guess predictions. Year, if things go well for us both, you should have picks 25 and after twice, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Kids knocking on the door. Uh, she wants to be on the pod. That's cool. Grab her mic. Question that I'm hijacking. How do you imagine the Texans beating the Browns? How do you imagine the Browns beating the Texans? Yeah, I think 
So the, the Texans are going to have to beat the Browns by um, really winning time of possession and running the ball extremely well. Um, and, and we did it last week. It was the first week in a while that we've actually had success in the ground game. I think it's the one area that we have an opportunity to be able to beat you guys. If we are back, if, if case has to throw the ball more than 26 times, I think we're, we're in significant trouble. Uh, your, your pass rush is going to cause a lot of problems. Our, our offensive line has been inconsistent. Um, and, and we all know like that miles Garrett guy is just like another world of good. Um, and I think that's going to be, I think that's going to be a problem, but I will say like when we've gone up against, like when we went up against TJ Watt, TJ Watt had nothing for us. And Bobby Slug does a really good job of scheming away from guys and being able to contain them a little bit on offense. So it'll be interesting to see what he does against miles Garrett, but I would expect Devin Singletary to have a really good game. If, if the Texans are going to win Nico Collins, looks like he's going to be back, which he he's missed last two and a half weeks. Um, Case is going to have to play a stellar game. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we see Davis Mills in there at some point. And then for, for the Browns to win, uh, I mean, your defense, I mean, Joe Flacco. I mean, he's, he's slinging it when he needs to. I mean, God, that has to, I don't understand how this is not a story because this guy is the same guy that was with the jets and sucked ass. And then until he played the Browns until he played the Browns and then week two. And then now, like he again, he just looks like a man possessed when it matters. And um, I, I think that that'll be interesting to see. I, you guys, I don't know if you guys will get the, the ground game going. We, we shut Derrick Henry down. I think he had like 0.06 yards per carry. Um, yeah. And I think he had like 28 carries. So um, it'll be interesting. We have an O line being held together by Scotch tape right now. We're down to Wyatt Tellers, like our remaining starter from week one on our Your line best right now. Offensive lineman. Hopefully I can speak this out of existence. Uh, You're talking about miles Garrett. Uh, He hasn't had a sack in three games. He's still been disruptive, but Bill Cower uh, had a quote Garrett a couple games ago, like bitched about the refs and took a fine for it. But he's like, what do I got to do to get a hold? And Cower said teams in the NFL have figured out that he, his opposing linemen, are not being called for holding. So they're going to do it until the refs start throwing flags. So if I'm Houston, I'm holding them every play until hmm. the refs start. I'm probably going your favorite too. Yeah. I mean, uh, we've, we've been called for holding and, and everything. I mean, our, the penalties this year have definitely been an issue for us. So, I mean, that'll be interesting to see if that comes into play because uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, hopefully, hopefully we keep them in check, but um I don't know. I mean, case took some hits last week. Um, I, I definitely don't want to take hits from, from miles Garrett. Uh, the other guy you guys have to worry about on offense. And, and this is, this will be interesting is, is uh, Dalton Schultz. Um, he's really become like this tight end weapon for us that we haven't had in a really long time. And he, he seems to be a security blanket and he really, him and case really started to heat up in the second half of last week. And, uh, yeah, he's a really good tight end. I mean, he really is. I, I can't believe that the Cowboys let him go for just a million a year. Same. Yeah. He was old faithful for me, the fantasy for a few years. Uh, yeah. He's very, very good. He's very reliable. I mean, $9 million for a tight end. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Well, James, we appreciate it very much, sir. Once again, folks, I'll have all of his contact info and the info on his new golf brand in the episode description. I don't want to do predictions, Rolex. We haven't done that in a long time. It seems to be working. Let's hope for both of our teams' sake, no more injuries because there's way too many goddamn injuries on both sides. 
Yeah. For James, for Raleigh, for myself. Thank you for listening to the Dogs More Podcast and good night, Cleveland. Yeah.